0: With us. Yes, good that you're listening to episode 43 of the SS Creed Valhalla podcast, the Cast. I wanted to say weekly, but uh, yeah, you, you know we've been gone for a while, made an update. Episode kind of telling you what is going on. And uh, now we're back with another episode because there's a ton to go over. I'm usually joined by Jordan, but to fill in for him is Dennis, of course, from the Joe Raptor team. Hey, Dennis.
1: Hello, everyone, and hello, Jor. Thank you
0: so much for having me. Yes, you, of course, just like me, played a lot of the Valhalla update already, um, so I wanted to kind of go over it with you. Um, that's kind of the future. Uh, Jordan is just super busy with his, like, way more important job. So, uh, yeah, he was needed at his job this week. I will every week poke him when we do a show, ask him to be on, and otherwise Joyce will come on, or Dennis, so we can still uh, discuss all the Valhalla goodness. And uh, yeah, do that live here. The podcast, of course, goes live on Saturday on your favorite podcast service. You can also download it on SoundCloud. Uh, Go there, leave a like, do all that good stuff. If you want to go the extra mile, you can support the show, get the video version on Saturday as well for $2 per month by going to the channel Joe Raptor on YouTube. Hit the join button next to the subscribe button. And if you go the extra mile, $5 per month, you get early access. So then immediately after we live recorded here on Thursday, you get the video version on YouTube. And yeah, you can also watch it live. Twitch.tv, Desireptor. Every Thursday, we likely do an episode, or every other Thursday. And then the other Thursday, we might do like a regular Valhalla streamer. We're gonna go and figure that out. We, of course, had E3 with all of live reactions. So um, it was kind of busy, but now, We're going back into that summer, dry summer period... Where, uh, yeah, we can kind of rest and then prepare... For some of the cool stuff uh, coming later this year. Um, We, of course, also get a lot of reviews, actually. While we're gone, we got multiple of them. So, want to thank you for that. If you have Apple Podcasts or another service... Where you can, like, put reviews... That would really help us out. Uh, And we will also read those reviews here. Usually, uh, yeah... Jordan does it. Uh, Jordan does does the reviews, Dennis. So do you want (laughs) to do you want to read the reviews here?
1: Yeah, for sure. We got one from Vilandra08 saying, "Great podcast for AC. I don't watch a lot of gamers on YouTube, but when I found out the two, I do watch. Had teamed up for a podcast. I had to listen. They do a great job of being informative and teaching others new things without being condescending to their listeners." this podcast really keeps me engaged in the ac community and listening to these two is really fun keep it up guys those are some very kind words thank you so much for londra and uh, yeah that's awesome. well well done you and your i have to say
0: <laughs> and yeah, we also we also got
1: a review from uh joe 133684 saying good podcast five stars i really like this podcast very informative so, thank you, Joe, for the kind review as well.
0: Yeah, you don't always have to write a book. You can also just like put one sentence down. That's also really appreciated. So, it's very you... to the point. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And if you got some negative feedback or like things you want to see improved, you can also let us know via the in- reviews. We will read them all. Okay, Dennis, we got a ton to go over. So, what we're going to talk about today is, of course, the Mastery Challenge update that just went live. And I also want to go over the E3 announcements that happened over the weekend. We learned way more about the future of Valhalla. In short, we're getting more content than everyone expected. I think even Ubisoft, if I gotta be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're gonna go over that, but first let's go over the Master Challenge updates. Wanna start with some smaller new additions that are of course nice. We of course did a huge video on the updates going over everything you need to know. Like, yeah, most things that, that are really like impactful, so Totally check that out on the channel if you haven't already. These are some of the highlights: the new skills, mounted archer, where you can like use abilities on horseback; shield master, where you can yeah hold up your shield, turn around uh, when like someone attacks you or even an incoming arrow; and unstoppable, which lets you like push enemies on the ground while incoming uh, combat and running up to them. You tried uh, these these skills, Dennis. So. What what was your take on them? I think overall they're more exciting than some of the other skills we had previously, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like there are some there are some decent additions that feel a little bit less situational than things like, for instance, uh, the assassin carry or oh, some yeah. of the skills we got for the long ship. Those are like I can still see the use, but they're situational. Whereas most of these are kind of useful, like the uh, the horse archery one. Where you can use your skills from horseback is just really nice to have because sometimes you have these bandit patrols to try to ambush you on the road. Um, and what I normally do is, you know, jump off the horse and then beat them because it's way easier when you can use all of your abilities. Whereas now I could just keep going on horseback, use ranged fire strike and shoot a couple of arrows to ignite them, or I don't know, use focus of the nornir to make it easier. So that I think is already a, a great one, really, uh, really nice, uh, yeah, quality of life improvement, if you will. Shield is is also just it does exactly what it says it does it's really nice except for when you get overwhelmed because of course you can't hold one shield in two separate directions but overall it is exactly what it says so if you're holding L1 um, and you're being attacked from the back you don't have to do anything and everyone just turn around and make sure that they hold up their shield in the correct direction to block an incoming attack. Um especially nice I think with uh, with heavy shields because it really turns you into like this bastion. Like as soon as you hold L1, you can't move, but you lose very little stamina when blocking and you automatically turn towards any hit so you can just kind of stand there and I don't know, have yourself a cup of coffee, eat a sandwich, yeah, whatever you uh, want to do, because auto-violet. you're not gonna get it killed. It's, it's pretty wild, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um so that one's also just just nice and useful, and then uh, the final one we have Kind of, it's it's nice, but I have a problem with it. But that is specific to me. Like we've mentioned it before, but I use the lock-on feature a lot, which is kind of just ingrained in my brain from playing too much Dark Souls. And unstoppable doesn't really work when you're locking on for some reason. If you're just sprinting with with free cam and you run up to an enemy, it's actually quite nice because it pushes them back. It does a little bit of damage, like not a lot, but but like the same as probably like a single dagger hit or mm-hmm. something. Um, but it can be nice to like interrupt people, especially if you've got these soldiers with like a spear or a sword that come charging towards you. You just run up to them, and if you hit them before they hit you, they'll just fall on the ground. So that's really nice. However, if you lock onto someone, even if you're running straight at them for some reason, um, it doesn't seem to trigger or doesn't seem to trigger uh, often enough. So.
0: Yeah, for, for me, this like, is perfect for me. I never lock out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this so for <laughs> for
1: you, it's a great addition. For me, it's like it's nice, but I'm not gonna throw my playstyle around to make use of this because it's not that useful. It also costs a little bit of stamina, but you know, it's that's kind of not really that big yeah. of a downside. So all in all, I I think from the skill additions we've we've had, these are these are decent.
0: Yeah, for sure. These are and, very decent. And and we heard uh, like we these were leaked like I think in March. And then the rumblings were that uh, the bow ability, or like for the mount, was only for like that you could use fire arrows on horseback. Yeah. And for the shield master, it was that like you could only turn around when an arrow uh, would go your way. And like so, I I thought that these were going that, that that was going to be it. But seeing that it has way more purpose uh, and that you can use it for a lot of other things has me uh, yeah really excited. Yeah, for I think, sure. I think they're they're really nice. Um, Let's go over the the River Raid refresh, which was kind of the surprise of this update. We got a new Waylands armor, uh, which you've been uh, grinding out, so we will be uh, going over that on the channel. The video might already be up if you uh, watch this, or if you listen to this on Saturday. Um, This is a brand new armor set. Out of nowhere they said, hey, the Waylands armor will be available to buy in from store with foreign uh, supplies. So, yeah, go do the River Raids again get 2250 supplies in total for this new armor set and we've always been kind of like it, it's so weird they're, s- they're saying this is like a highly replayable mode and then after doing the mode a couple of times you've completed the quest you got the abilities you got the saint george's set and you also got like the cosmetics that fawn was selling well if he had like a sort of ro- rotating uh, maybe selection like we see with redda that would give us way more reason to go and raid, although I do think that, and, and that's why they likely don't do it that way, because uh, and you, you, you have been grinding this river raids. at one point it will become a grind, right, it, it just, it, there's just not enough going on, I think, to warrant going, on, uh, going to these rivers again and again.
1: Yeah, for sure. Cause it's it's the only thing that you're doing differently right now is that there is something to work towards, but the process remains exactly the same. And I think that um, it doesn't take that long to figure out like how the river rates click. Um, so then the only thing you're doing is trying to figure out the most efficient way of getting foreign supplies so you can buy everything. Yeah. Um, so in in that regard, like sure. It kind of added replayability if you didn't have the resources, just buy the armor straight away, which I'm sure a lot of people were just having enough foreign resources in the bank to just immediately, oh, new armor, nice, I'll buy that straight away, and then don't have to play the River All of them, Raid. you think? I mean... No, it's...
0: no, no, not, not all oh, of them. Oh, you, you just mean the helmet, and yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, like maybe two or three pieces, and then you need, like, maybe 900 resources, which is which is not that much work, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I do agree the replayability like I remember Jose saying in uh, in the interview you did with him that they meant replayability because it's sort of a reactive game mode which is a which is a novel idea uh, on paper but if you have no reason to really come back to it then what's the point of it being reactive right because sure it will react to what you do but once you have all the resource and you have no reason to come back what's the point of having that feature
0: yeah, so that's why add, them adding this new armor set is nice and it really feels and that's how I'm gonna get it. Like sure for the video we kinda like I, I was mostly focused on like getting a lot of the mastery uh challenge weapons and, and focusing on we, we wanna do like a big tips video on that as well. So yeah, you go and, and do the river raids. Uh I will I think just maybe every weekly reset stream at the end, do one river raid and then eventually get the armor. Like that's kinda how I'm I'm gonna approach it, I think. Um, and I got a text from uh, Jordan Doss. He says, "Talk about the gear system." So I'm talk wondering. about the gear system. Well, we uh, could do that. I mean, he of course always does that. So now that he's absent, he wants me to uh, bang that drum because that's of course the, the issue, and that that's and that's we will get to that when we talk about their two year two plan. But if the armor was actually good. There, w- there would be way more incentive for me to say I go and get it immediately. Yeah. But we, um, and we don't want to spoil too much from the video. But as you expect, there are bonuses on paper. They sound great in reality. In practice, you don't notice them at all. So you're only really chasing this armor for the look. And yeah, that, that that's that's kind of sad. That 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 that's just really like, um, yeah, eliminates half of the reason for me. Or even maybe tw- 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 75% uh, of the reason for me. Especially now with Transmark. I don't care if an armor looks crappy. If it actually changes the way I can play. That's way more exciting for me. Um, but yeah. It's all kind of cosmetic in in Valhalla anyway. So, And we will we will talk about that. Because the the master Challenges of course also have new rewards. But yeah. One more thing about the River Raids. I think it's cool. Out of nowhere new armor. New reason to play. I do think that... Um, yeah it once again shows the the lack the yeah the lack of I think for example roguelike would have been a way better approach for this mode right maybe also yeah. with, a, with, with like no loadout or that every time a different faction I- is taking over the, the 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 camps so you're not always fighting the same enemies or that you take a mushroom and you're suddenly fighting uh, these uh, frost giants like Something so that every run you do, even if it's the same river, is different. That, that would have already been way better, but yeah. I, I think they know. And we have a new River Raid location coming with Irish enemies, so that should at least make that mode a bit more exciting. Now onto the master Challenges, because I think this is way better than the River Raids. Um, this is, of course, the, the big new mode to get you up to speed again, maybe it, because it's super confusing and it's all over the place right now. We're still in Season 2 of Valhalla which started back in March with the Ostara Festival and now in June we're getting the mode so every season we get one festival at the start and then a mode later on. First it was of course the Yule Festival and then the River Raids and now it's the Ostara Festival and the Mossy Challenges so next month likely Season 3 will begin with a festival later on a game mode but what is cool is that they keep that these game modes keep getting like content because there will uh, very likely be more master challenges later down the line as well so you need to be 221 power level or uh, and have finished like a one story arc in England so the requirements likely if you listen to this you, you're likely that right um, and then you can start doing it there's a quest but it's mostly just a reason for Eivor to that it makes sense for avor to do it I think overall. The reason, and especially the ending, which we won't spoil, is way more interesting than with the river raids, where it was this guy was like, "Hey, I know some loot you can get over here. Trust me, grab your whole crew and let let's go there." Which is kind of weird if you think about it, because Eivor like usually is a little smarter than that. Now it's mysterious, right? Uh, and and uh, and yeah, in the end, the the reward, while it wasn't mm, a physical reward. It's, I think, cool. I think the the ending was pretty awesome and totally sets up more uh, for the future of the game. So, about these challenges, of course, I have Bear, Raven, Wolf, Warrior, Hunter, Assassin. Fifteen in total, way more than I initially expected. I really thought that there were like going to be three challenges or something. I don't know why I thought that. But, uh, yeah, it's good to have low expectations, especially sometimes with uh, post touch updates for this game. But they totally knocked it out of the park uh, in terms of amount of content. Um, yeah, w- we can touch on the new rewards, but first I want to hear you as well before I kind of give my take on, the, uh, on the, the challenges themselves. Like, you've been playing, of course, a lot as well, uh, Dennis, uh, for, the, for, the, for the channel on stream. Um, yeah, wh- what, what do you think of the uh, mastery challenges?
1: So far, from what I've played, I, I like them. Um, I I do think that it's kind of more the, the reward to me at least is more just the feeling of completing something yeah. uh, at like a higher score. I'm not necessarily playing for the for the loot rewards. Like I spend uh, most of the day trying out some of the weapons.
0: I see and, someone. Uh, uh, sorry, I see someone asking as well. That's good to know. What is the reward once I have all the gold medals? Uh, it's only a trophy or achievement, but yeah. you can exchange it for weapons, which we will touch on a little later. And um, there is a quest, which has you, like I think, only get three gold medals or maybe four, eight silver, and the rest has to be bronze. So you don't even have to, and uh, we will like touch on that a little bit more, but you don't have to get everything gold to to see the ending yeah
1: exactly um so it's it's kind of you that's I think kind of nice maybe leaving it a bit ahead already but I think it's kind of nice that you don't need to complete everything on gold to see everything because I know that would stress some people out it's already stressing some people out that they can't get like a gold medal in time for uh, for Scotty's uh, for Scotty's sex which is of course another thing they add up but we'll we'll get to that later as well. But overall mastery challenges, I, th- I think it's really fun that the game is trying to challenge you to look at it differently. Because what I felt like one of the main problems I had with Valhalla is once you figure out what combat style works best for you, you're not really going to run into any problems. And um, I think one of the most used examples and something I use very often as well is like, you just grab an armor set you like, grab Gungnir, grab Gae just mash beat runes on everything, and you're set, right? You don't really I mean, need anything else, no matter what doing, encounter you're gonna run into.
0: You're already doing way more than needed. Just like equip the Raven Clan armor and use a weapon you yeah. like, and you're good. Like that. That's like, really the game. But yeah. exactly. But you, there, there is a little bit of
1: power scaling. You you can become more powerful, but I think it's especially with some of the more unique uh, unique weapons. Mjolnir being another good example of something that's just straight up better than other weapons in that category. I think. Um, so, the fact that you were kind of forced to use equipment that you're not used to using or don't necessarily want to use in that situation, I think is fun. And also the fact that they're kind of emphasizing different ways of, of playing the game. Like for instance, I really like the fact that um, the first uh, bear challenge, when Loken Abbey was like, alright, you need to kill this many enemies with fall damage and we will give you the kick of theory ability to, to do that. It's a simple concept, but it does make you think about the encounter you're about to face a little bit differently. And I I like that because the game itself doesn't really give you a lot of reason to do that. So it's nice to see that coming back uh in the uh in the master challenges. Same thing with the with the wolf challenge by the way, like getting indirect kills by shooting explosives or dropping uh these packs of of crates or rocks on enemies is also a lot of fun. So I I think it's nice that they finally found a way to Make you think about different approaches instead of just thinking like, "Oh, I, you know, it doesn't really matter what problem I'm gonna come across because I have everything I need to to take care of it."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally, I totally get it, and I, I think that that is the core of the, the problem with the challenges as well uh, for a lot of people who are. Like they had no issue playing this game with the first armor set and maybe the the Varian axe and like the uh, House Carl axe. And suddenly the way more is asked of them. Um yeah, I wanna like first say, This is like content made for me. <laughs> like this is really yeah. what 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 I want. Um and what Valhalla was lacking up to this point. W- what I did in Valhalla I, I made a challenge for myself, and that's why I really like what they did compared to Odyssey and Origins. I could, as a level, I mean, I play... I finished the Mythical Worlds before I finished the Grand The Bridge story arc. Like, crazy stuff like that. I did do the Leather Chest story arc before that, so I already had, like, Red Eye and stuff. But after that, I went full on Mythical Worlds, and these bosses were kicking my ass, but I. I I had to learn and I had to adapt. And then in the end, I was successful. And that was awesome for me um, because they, they were way higher power level. But if you played smart, if you use your harpoon to throw someone off a mountain, you can still win even if you're a way lower level. So I really like that. And that is this as well. And it's kind of math too. It's really, I have, and, and there's one bear challenge, I think the London one, where it's really, okay, I have to do, do these uh, objectives because if you haven't played the monster challenges yet there are certain objectives that you have to complete which all have a maximum amount of points and in the end it's all going towards a like score bar which is like thousand is like the maximum but at some point you have the maximum amount of points you can get for ledge assassinations for example so then you should not do ledge assassinations anymore because you can't get more points with that so for one of the bear challenges in London, it's kill enemies with fire and kill enemies with fall de- by, by like fall kill. so push them off a ledge or kick them off a ledge and then they die, which counts. So because you only can uh, kill seven enemies with fire before you cannot get any more points, you have to think of every location, okay, I should kill the enemies that are in this location with fire because the other enemies in these in the second location, I can easily kill with uh with the kick. an archer is harder to kill with fire because you only have of course a set loadout, so you have to like kind of do it with the limited tools you have and like kicking an archer from a ledge or they die is way easier than kiting them in the fire like you don't have fire strikes, so you have to make use of the environment, so you're really like making these calculations, and I love stuff like that, but I totally get that it's not for everyone. And I think the biggest problem with the Master Challenge is... Again, I love this. This is for me. But I get why in the comments people are saying... I'm a casual player. Like, this was never expected from me. And now I need to, like, achieve at the highest level in order to to get this. I think the biggest problem is that... And this like, in life... You want the best thing. You want gold. But Mm -hmm. you should never chase for gold if... Like they should have done a better job of maybe um, maybe not doing bronze, silver, gold. Or or at least making sure that people understand that you do not need you do not have to get gold. You can just do everything in bronze and complete the quest. You will see the ending and you're good to go. I, I'm sure you need some silver. Um. Maybe one or two gold. But yeah, there, there has to be some sort of challenge, right? But really gold medal is like absolutely not needed so I think the the balance is great like g- making sure that most people can see the ending but it was not communicated correctly I think where a lot of people play like that that's how you usually do challenges you try them over and over again until you get the the best score but it's not needed and they should have they should have maybe said that or like which is one line with Hildren, and hey you can get the gold score, which is great, but just go for uh, just just try all these uh, challenges once. Or maybe they should have done like there's like no bronze, silver, gold, and there's like only the thousand score. And every ch- and every time you do the challenge for the first time, it says you only need to get 300, and that is okay. And then yeah, so I have can like a
1: like a mastery badge when you get a perfect score, but that would be that would be it. Yeah cuz I I think um I I totally agree with what you're saying and I I do think once again especially the fact that you need to get one gold medal to get a time limited weapon that we've been waiting for for a long time I get that that stresses people out that is completely understandable and I don't necessarily know if I agree with that decision but I do think that the like the name mastery challenge implies that the point of the challenge is to achieve a sense of mastery and the only way to achieve a sense of mastery is by doing something repeatedly until you know the ins and outs. Like, I think the perfect example for this is the stealth challenges and people who've, who've seen me do it on stream know kind of the process that you need to go through to do it. Um, there is a specific, it's kind of like a puzzle because there is a very specific order in which you need to assassinate your targets which is clearly the best. And the first couple of tries are just going to be trial and error. You're going to you're gonna mess up and you're going to be like, all right, so that guy saw me from over there. So if I kill him first and then get the other guy, then I'll be fine. And slowly but surely you start to piece together like the perfect pot until you have achieved mastery. And then you get the gold medal. And I think it's perfectly fine to have a system like that in the game, especially uh, in a game that I feel like people have been complaining about a lack of challenge. For a while now. I know that this, this might not have been the exact challenge people were asking for, but I think we can all at the very least agree that it it, it is challenging content. It is challenging to get all the gold medals. And I enjoy the process, and I know you do too, because you because you said like this is perfect for me. Like we, we already pretty much knew that before it launched, like the way they were they were kind of advertising was, it's like all right. I was still scared be more, uh, that
0: because uh, river raids before launch were yeah, sometimes oh, also sure. said... um challenging or something and it mm-hmm. ended up being like the the kind of a joke in terms of challenge which is like yeah. fine for a lot of other people so i thought okay they have to and now i'm kind of like but i think the, the 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 problem is why not do difficulty modes or do like hey uh you start this challenge do you want to do it like easy mode normal heart easiest you have some rations you uh, need to get less points to get the gold medal or something obviously you still get more rewards when like playing it on extreme but then at least people know that there's like a uh, that that there are like options and that yeah gold is only for people who are extreme and right now that's just not well communicated uh overall
1: yeah no, I agree. Like there, there are several things you can think of to to kind of try and change that up a bit. Maybe say, okay, you can do it with your own equipment if you want to, but you'll only be able to get up to silver
0: because yeah, you need yeah. to do the Some recommended
1: way. for gold. Like there, there are various things that they could have done, and maybe will still do. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it's pretty safe to say that there's gonna be more content added to this at a later date. Yeah, it, it uh, kind of so feels maybe like, they still
0: will. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like the festivals where the first one also, like the second one, Ostara already had like a lot of like improvements over yeah. uh, over uh, your festival. As some people say, stealth is broken. It's also a common complaint. There are totally some wonky things. To be fair, and I thought that th- at first as well. It's totally possible and. Stealth is really just patience, like with capital P, because if you really make sure that the enemy, and they really designed this carefully, that the en- they have a patrol, usually enemies like have, I think, two st- places where they can stand. Um And if you just make sure that they are not watching you, and I use the photo mode for example to see where enemies are. like. I, oh, and, that's really smart. Yeah, I haven't thought of that. That's really smart. I I had no issue after like uh, after like really carefully going through it. And sure, it's not perfect or anything, but that that I feel that at this point it's kind of a uh, yeah, it's just something that people say, w- which I don't think that's the core issue here. Well, another, another thing that
1: I noted as well, because I immediately felt during the second stealth challenge that something was feeling off when it came to detection. Because I felt like I was being spotted way faster and had way less time to react. And that is actually true, because I don't know if it's, if it's the case for the first one, but at least as soon as you unlock like the, the second and third uh, mastery challenge locations, they will automatically, because the mastery challenges change your difficulty, um, so you can't change it during a challenge... And they will up the stealth difficulty, which means detection rates are way higher. And if you're not used to playing with that, you will be caught off guard. You'll be like, how did this guy spot me so fast? Why did I have no time to respond? Because you're used to not playing on master uh, if you're not doing that. If you are, then it's going to be no problem. But if you are playing on the default stealth difficulty and you're suddenly being thrown into... I think the detection rate goes from like four to one seconds or something. It's a pretty big increase. Yeah,
0: it's pretty. Um,
1: you notice it, and you'll be like, "What the hell? The game is broken." Whereas in reality, um, it's just the fact that the difficulty has been up, and you need to be more careful.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, there are there are still things um, like the there are of course still issues with with the game. But what my core issue with the mastery challenges is that one mistake is enough to lose the gold medal, and I feel that's kind of unfair because if you were really c- you 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 can't control everything and what there was one archer who just died out of nowhere he was like on this platform moving a bit or something, and then suddenly it destroyed and he fell and you need every target in these wolf challenges for the weak point hits and for the for the headshot kills yeah and if and if, it, if one enemy Dies Beyond your control, start over. I, I, th- th- that's a little too crazy for me. I, I, at least having some leeway here and there for one mistake would have already been a bit better um, in, in that yeah, regard. Yeah, for sure.
1: Because otherwise it just feels unfair, right? You're doing everything perfectly, but one enemy shoots another and now you can't get enough points. Like, sure, you want to restart because you want to get the gold medal, but that was not something under your control. And yeah. I do agree... If you truly want to set up something like this, because I do think the idea of having to completely master something to get the gold medal is fun, but then you have to eliminate a factor like that. You have to be absolutely sure that everything that happens is under the player's control, so that if it goes wrong, it is their fault. And that, I feel, is not the case right now. I do agree with you. And and, and enemies.
0: I had that for one challenge where I thought, okay, I'm just gonna see this through. I, I think I lost it because this archer fell over like a torch or something, and he uh, it was a very stupid, uh, stupid death. But then I still made it to the end, and I was still able to succeed the challenge, which I think is just a way better uh, feeling where, um, yeah, yeah, where you can still make it, even though there's one uh, mistake beyond your control. So, yeah, overall, I think we, we like it. I'm curious where it goes from here. Um, I, I, we will be making a, a Monster Challenge video as well, because uh, now that we talk about it, I also am like, there's no tutorial <laughs> or <laughs> anything. No, but at it, all. Yeah, they have some pop up saying, hey, do you have a, a loadout and blah, blah, blah. But I think maybe the first bear challenge going through step by step, or actually every first challenge should have the, the pop-up saying, enemy detection is way uh, like harder than maybe in your normal game so extra pay extra attention or something like that maybe they can add something like that to to make it a little easier um but yeah i, I think like already having someone say don't go for the don't go for gold just just complete them all once is already i think something that pay, players need to hear so yeah. we will be having a, a um video up about that and my goal is to have the gold for everyone every single one of them and then do a video about that but that will likely still take some time. I'm 7.15 right now. So I need 8 more. Um, we also got new rewards. Um, wh- which you can then get for. So how it works is that there is there are new settlement items. And there are new uh, tattoos. Which you can get for the energy. By just playing the... If you get bronze you already get this battle energy. Which you can exchange for that. If you want the weapons though. Then you need to get either silver or gold. There are 15 mastery energy per piece and i think you can get six like you get two uh, mastery from a silver and four from a gold so that would be 15 times six um that's i think uh how how to calculate yeah that's
1: correct because then it's 60.
0: yeah and then it's and then it's 90 in total which you can get and there are six items of 15 oh then mm, okay then I, i need to get that calculation correct either way if you get all everything at gold, you can buy all the weapons.
1: Um, yeah, it, wait, a, wait a minute. I, f- I, think, I think it measures out exactly because you have fifteen challenges, right? And you yeah. can earn six medals in each. So six times, ta- six times fifteen is sixty, and there are six items that cost fifteen.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, so you get
1: it, if you can only get all of the weapons if you get all of the gold medals.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I want to thank Dennis as always for the enormous support here, uh, giving away five subs um yeah congrats everyone who got a free sub there that's uh, very kind uh, Thanks, dennis. of dennis um so yeah i like these rewards are pretty cool they look pretty cool they're like kind of fire weapons we have like some ice weapons too they are totally based on models that were already in the game there are two actually that have some crazy perks um the daggers which yeah. um one it has a perk i can like show that for people who are like watching uh the stream um because I, I got them both here, so one has a perk which says, "I need to get, kind of get it here." Lose health when hitting a melee attack. Increase melee damage when equipped. Uh, when equipped, so every time you hit an enemy, the uh, you you lose one percent health, but you deal more damage. The problem is, and you already, I think, are <laughs> yeah, I know where this is going. <laughs> The problem is that 15 melee damage is not a lot, and with daggers you attack really fast. So losing 1% health each time you hit an enemy is actually quite a lot. But this really makes me think of the cursed weapons in Origins and Odyssey. Um, I think they were in Odyssey as well, where you you like to remember them uh, maybe as well, Dennis. Um, If you equip them, you you only have like 25% of your health. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I Something do like remember. I think I I think I found one of those when I was uh, when I was playing Origin. So I know I know what you're talking about. I
0: th- I actually think that you likely read a lot of comments of people saying, "Hey, my health bar is broken," and then we had to say, "Yeah, you have a, a cursed weapon equipped." I totally <laughs> remember that. From people who were like, "Huh, my uh, why, why do I have less health?" And then yeah, look at your weapons. Uh, so that's kind of a hollow stake on it. There is a dagger though. Uh, the other one you can get. Which is insane. Like, this is amazing, this weapon. Um, and this this combines really well. So gain health on a combo finisher, 10% health on a light finisher, and a heavy finisher gives 5% health. So then you kind of balance it out. So you lose health with the other one, and then you get it back with the, uh, with the other dagger. And the, the health is kind of crazy. We will talk about this in the video as well. But a heavy finisher with a dagger is just two heavy attacks. Yeah. Uh, so you get health back insanely fast. It's it's pretty nuts. So that's exciting, right? Th- th- especially the, the 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 final dagger I talked about is is really exciting. The other weapons fire damage increase it's not all that exciting. So you're once again kind of doing it for the for the look in most cases. But they do look pretty cool. You you especially like the flail, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm particularly fond of flails uh, because of the the lawnmower build. But um, yeah, this one is is basically it 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 looks like like the metal is is literally fresh from a forge, like it's it's still illuminating because it's scorching hot. I think it's also named after Surte, so that is a fire yeah. giant yeah. Yeah, yeah, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So it makes sense in that regard. But I do think it looks uh, it looks really cool. But yeah, like you said, unfortunately the perks aren't that exciting. I think from the top of my head we have. More fire damage when weapon is ignited, but only by a very small margin. Ten, I uh, think,
0: or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: plus ten. Then with the X you have plus ten to fire build it when a weapon is ignited, which is even less exciting. And then for the bows we have increased critical either yeah, chance or yeah. damage on headshots and increased critical chance on uh weak point hits.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, so, they, they look kind of cool, these weapons. But yeah, yeah, that's
1: the main uh, the main point. They look really awesome, my I
0: think. I do get people are like, okay, so I'm like grinding out uh, these gold medals for these for these weapons that are not really good. But that's just a core Valhalla issue. Um, and like you said, you're you're not doing it for the weapons. I mean, they're cool. Extra again, the dagger is really amazing. I will showcase that in action in the video. But uh, yeah, you're really doing it. Because it's satisfying to finally complete it, and uh, I did a stream uh, yesterday uh, when we record this, and we got three gold medals. And finally, after trying like for an hour or like maybe a half an hour, uh, and then getting it is uh, really satisfying. So um, let's move on because we actually learned a lot of things that are going on beyond the mastery challenge update, uh, Dennis.
1: And F- further beyond, way further beyond.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I, I can see if I can like pull up the trailer for uh, for people who are uh, watching here. Um, so, what what they what they what we I think I'm not sure we, we did it in our uh, other podcast. I kind of made a prediction for what what how I thought the trailer was gonna go, and. Sure, it was a bit different, but them like kind of setting up what they already did and then talking about the future and ending with a tease for the DLC uh, were all uh, were all uh, true. So uh, pretty happy how that uh, how that turned out. Um, so of course they started with the uh, river rates. How how we will? that they just talked. Hey, we already added the river rates, but they showed completely new river rates. So uh, that that's exciting. Um, with the Irish enemies which will be free for everyone so even if you don't own the Druids DLC you will be able to fight these enemies which I think is really awesome Um, we have let's see I'm gonna pull up the trailer here sorry for everyone's uh, audio there Uh, we have a lot of other stuff of course as well they talked about the multi-challenges which are out right now and then they moved on to the siege of Paris and one thing they actually said before that, Dennis, is that the One-Handed Swords are finally coming. Are you ready to not see those comments anymore from uh, people? Well, I,
1: d- I believe it when I see it, because there have been some comments about when is the Bassam outfit coming out after the Bassam outfit was released, so... I'll believe it when I see it, but yeah, I'm I'm mostly just excited for the One-Handed Swords being in the game. They showed a little clip of gameplay. Um, and it looked really cool. I like the faster weapons, and so this looks definitely like something that would be right up my uh, my alley, especially dual wielding them. Uh, it's probably going to be really cool, so I'm I'm excited. I'm, I mostly want to know what the what the what the offhand attack is going to be. Oh yeah, I feel like that's what makes what makes most weapons unique. and We have no idea about that yet, so I'm uh, I'm curious about that one. But yeah, I'm. Uh... They're, they're coming, everyone. For the people out there in the comment section still asking, what about One-Handed Swords? They're coming, and I think they said in the next few weeks.
0: Yep. Okay, w- want to make a prediction?
1: When they're going to be coming?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. Sooner um, than we think. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but okay. Is that your prediction?
0: No, no, no. no, no. My prediction is... Uh... I think they will be added with the next update, so uh, the one we have, uh, yeah, if if we're looking at the schedule, I think it's going to be July 20th, if they are going back to the five-week. But with some of the issues in the game right now, and the fact that this update was delayed for... because that's so weird, they announced the five-week schedule, and then we got this update seven weeks after the previous one. So does this mean that the next update is three weeks away? Like why do you think they delayed it
1: i mean i I found your theory that the uh the final thing uh in the mastery challenges might be linked to what they showed at e three interesting yeah although yeah. i i I feel like they would have known that back then and they wouldn't have set a five week schedule if they had known so if I'm being honest. That's right. I That's don't. Right. I don't know. Maybe the mastery challenges just needed a little bit more, uh, more polish. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what that could have been. Um, mm-hmm. But I do agree that it's very interesting that they announced this schedule and then they don't stick with it. So what? So what? How long do we have to wait for the next update? Is it going to be three weeks? Is it going to be five weeks? Is it going to yeah. be another seven? Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm fine with either of them if the update is going to be uh, going to be good. But let us know because you were doing a great job of communicating, and then you kind of stepped away from that which once again it's kind of weird that they're saying listen big blog post this is what we're gonna do from now and then the first update already deviates from that schedule
0: yeah 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 yeah. i totally agree so we will have to wait and see um we 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 learned siege of paris is in summer uh and with them not giving a date to that, i think the one-handed swords for free are coming before that which is i think actually exciting uh because we also saw them in the footage for the for the dlc um, yeah, which basically, like, confirms, hey, you got your free one handed swords? Because they said swords. So, I would be shocked if we only got one. Uh... We
1: already know we have, two because there's footage of Avor dual-wielding them in the trailer, right?
0: Yeah, but that's part of the Siege of Paris. So, I'm like... Oh, sure. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, When they talk about the one handed swords uh, over here in the trailer for people who are, are watching live, like, we only see Avor using a shield and one sword. So, I'm curious if... Uh, yeah, but I think... So yeah, I'm curious if there are going to be... I think they said swords, so I would be shocked if we if we do not get to. Um, and yeah, this summer, I, I wish we had like a release date. But what we figured out, or Karen, who was of course the... Or is the senior um, community, community uh, manager, manager? For, yeah. for the game, who, who we saw in the trailer. She put up a blog uh, with sort of behind the scenes uh, on how this was recorded. And she said that they recorded this April 13th. So that's like two Eight? months ago. Wow. Yeah. That long ago? Really? Mm-hmm. So that really shows you how far ahead they obviously think. And and we, we know that with Magnus Brun saying, Hey, I'm recording. Um, like, he started recording Siege of Paris, I think, around the launch of the... Or, no, I think in February or something. Um and Druids around the launch of the game, so like they're really obviously far ahead with with stuff like that. But that makes me like that's why we likely did not see a release date for Siege of Paris because back then they did not know. Um, they could have added it in later though with like the coming summer. They could have said like September or October or uh, uh, August. I think it's gonna be either August or uh, September. Um, and yeah, yeah. I
1: hope they, they learned from the, the Druids DLC because they gave that a release date and then they were like, nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to delay it. So I hope that if they do announce one for Paris that it will be a set date.
0: Yeah, that's likely why they're holding back because they yeah. just are not 100% sure. Um, So if we go back to the DLC, one of the things we learned is that it will have the Black Box infiltration missions, uh, which we know from, for example, Unity Syndicate, where you... um. Have a target, and uh, for example in Unity you have uh, one mission. I think in the you go into the the cathedral or something, and then you're like standing on this roof, and you see multiple ways you can get inside to to kill the target. And uh, yeah, that's gonna be back in uh, in Valhalla. We just don't know if it will be as polished or as like if there will be the same amount of options. because in, uh, in, in Unity, for example, they were all kind of sc- scripted. You really had like, you could steal the key from this guy, they were talking, blah, blah, blah. Or you could like completely ignore it and go for, for another approach. So I'm curious how they're going to do it here. And that should mean that, for example, I- in short, it should mean, Dennis, that if you approach this mission, there's one target. You can follow a completely different path than I do and still get to the target. The question is, will that be an exciting path? Or will it be that you climb through the window and I go through the front door, right? So that, that's kind of, because that's yeah. already in the game. So if they call it black box missions are back, you would hope that there's like more to it than uh, just that.
1: I, I agree. And what I do think is interesting to, to consider is that this Black Box Missions, it's kind of the same as the sort of city story arcs in uh, in Valhalla, like London, Winchester, and... Uh, what was the final? Jorvik? Yeah, Jorvik. Um, at which I definitely felt, gameplay-wise, were some of the stronger segments, because you are you don't have to design things with an entire open world in mind. You can sort of design them in a, in a vacuum and design them more as a single level, which, because you have less things to, to kind of take into consideration, makes it easier to um, imply interesting gameplay mechanics because you don't have to worry about how they interfere with the open world because they won't. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, that opens up a lot of uh, interesting ways to, uh, yeah, for them to, to change up the design and to add some interesting features. And what I also think is there was an interview a while back, I don't know if you saw that, with the. Uh, the original designer of uh, Assassin's Creed, Sir Patrick uh, Desile, is his name, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Led. From who uh, said
0: he did ancestors. It's uh, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Game.
1: That's that's the guy, and he said the reason that main uh, the be... main games aren't stealth focused anymore is because it's simply too expensive to create a proper stealth AI for an open world. It just takes too much effort for for. Uh, For a company and and mostly money and time to design something that is able to uh, react and respond in a believable and realistic way to an open world however if you design a black box mission like a literal black box where you can't go out and everything happens in that vacuum then it suddenly becomes a lot easier to make the ai work within that system as well so it is potentially a setup for more of a return to form which is kind of why i think they're using the term black box infiltration or black box mission again because it is very reminiscent of um as some people would have you believe the the latest and greatest in the true assassin's creed um unity had them did syndicate have them as well because i played neither i just i just know it because i looked it up yeah um but yeah, like the the le- the last AC games before the RPG trilogy, so I I feel like because they're also marketing it with that term, it's definitely sort of them saying, hey, we're gonna try and bring this type of gameplay uh, back, which I think would be a nice addition to Valhalla to uh, to have that.
0: And we have Paris, of course, as well. So another maybe like city arc focused on that could also be uh, yeah. interesting. So. Uh... Yeah, I'm really curious. What, what do you th- what do you make of the the standalone price for Siege Paris, which was also announced, Five, uh, 25 dollars? So just like Wrath of the Druids, do you think we're looking at two similar uh, expenses then? Because I'm kind of worried that that's what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm worried too. I hope not. I hope Paris is going to be bigger. Because I felt that uh, Druids, especially when you first started it, looked like, oh, this is gonna be big and there's gonna be so much I can do. And then um, I think I completed the story in eight nine. Well, was nine. it eight or nine, eight or nine hours? And then did the uh, the amber quest like right after, so I got the uh, the spear. And then pretty much all of the big stuff is, is already already gone because I had collected most of the armor pieces as well uh, during my playtime. And I don't think that asking for um, for 25 bucks for, for something like that is, is really warranted. So I hope it's going to be bringing more. Like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be bigger in size. I'm not asking for a bigger map. I'm asking for more like time well spent in that dlc new not matter new
0: things because like the the mysteries were like the the biggest letdown for me yeah. like are we really gonna build a cairns again are we really going to uh like find... there there are just some things that were like missing that were even in the main game and you really want the dlc mostly to be in a continuation and a an improvement over the main game and yeah. um which Rebel... they,
1: they kind of yeah. did, like, the, tr- the trade post system was kind of a new addition, but as yeah, soon as sure. you got
0: everything, that
1: lost its charm, and it shouldn't have to be in place of something else. So, yeah. like you said, them taking away the mysteries, but adding, adding that kind of feel weird, whereas if they kept the mysteries, and maybe have them, like, interact with the trading post system as well, I feel like both of them would have become more enhanced and even better than they were in the main game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also regarding uh, what you said with uh, the black box missions, I I think that's why the uh, Master challenges for the Raven are as cool too, because you're really in this contained area, and you're uh, yeah you're trying to to make the best of it with limited tools and wi- because you have to remain anonymous if you want to get the gold medal, so you really have to be careful, um which uh yeah really where, yeah, the yeah the stealth really shines there so.
1: Those are like the perfect example of how it is much easier to make things like that work in more of a vacuum. Because something like that is a little harder to design in a completely open world where NPCs can just come wandering in or, I don't know, a bear just shows up and just ruins the entire enemy placement. So, yeah, I think yeah. the Monster Challenge is already a perfect example and and maybe will also kind of serve as an inspiration for and they'll listen to the feedback from the mastery challenges to I improve the design of the the too black box late
0: missions. for that but uh, because like you would think that it's almost done by this point right i uh, hope so yeah even I if mean, it's coming so out then, it. then yeah then yeah yeah have to, then, uh, I hope we get a release date soon, but I think it's going to be either late August, or I think it's gonna not going to be the update. I think we're, we're getting a new update uh, July 20th, if they are going to follow the five-week schedule. Festival, um, maybe the River Raid locations, I could totally see that. And then after that, I think we get the update with support for Siege of Paris, which previously um, was like two weeks before Druids came out. So if we look at the calendar here um july 20th so it would be five weeks later 27th 3rd then august 24th so then the dlc would be september 7th that's what i think so that's still a long way but yeah, yeah that makes sense but we will see yep. we will see yeah um uh that's not the only expansion we're getting, then uh, as we, we thought that no. at first. I mean, we had rumors, of course. We've been discussing that here on the podcast as well. But Ubisoft now said, yo, one extra expansion is not enough. We will have multiple expansions in 2022. And then we had the Muspelheim tease at the end, which is now, thanks to Exit the Animus, uh, as good as confirmed that, uh, yeah, we're going to Muspelheim and maybe even more realms because if you – Look closely here. You might see some other realms there, and uh, yeah, that's kind of what, w- what we what we also predicted and what makes sense. It would always be kind of weird to um, to have uh, a game in the Norse mythology. Sure, we had some m- uh, mythical s- stuff in the main game, but usually they really expand on that in the DLC with Curse of the Pharaohs, Fate of Atlanta, So it was always weird that the season pass was focusing more on yeah. I mean, the druids, in a way, are obviously mythical in a in a way too, but uh, it's obviously different than Curse of the Pharaohs and uh, Fate of Atlantis. So we're still going to get content like that. But yeah, well into so we're. In, I think they said like expansions 2022. I I think because the game came out November 10th, so the second year starts in November already, and if they say like multiple expansions. I think next summer we're still like seeing new updates for this game.
1: If they if they're sticking to the schedule they're setting for themselves, I I agree. Oh, I which agree. Is like, wild. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm very curious because we already saw how much um, like post-launch care and love Odyssey Gold specifically. I mean, Origins got it too, but Odyssey specifically—it almost feels like a different game in some regards when you look at how it launched and how it is now. And I—I uh, I do think that Valhalla needed a bit more touch-up. So most of the uh, lifespan and post-launch content right now has just been spent on fixing issues, and there are still some like issues that happen in the game for a long time that still require fixing. But as, like, they're—they're going to be done with that at some point, I hope. And then you can look forward to another year of just expansions and additions and quality of life improvements and them just listening to the community and asking, hey, what do you guys want? We'll see what we can give you. And that to me sounds like a very exciting future. And on top of that, like you said, we'll also be getting multiple expansions that are going to lead us into some very exciting places because I personally think that the mythical stuff to me I know I know people don't agree with this, but is the most fun in Valhalla? Like using the mythical weapons, going to the mythical world and fighting all these crazy enemies. Like the most fun I had in Valhalla was fighting like the shapeshifter enemies in Jotunheim or the werewolves in uh, uh in, in Ireland in the in the hallucinogenic folk because those kind of challenge you in ways that you aren't expecting. Whereas at the end of the day, you can you can make different kind of soldiers, and they have a lot of different enemy types in Valhalla, but at the end of the day, they're just a dude with a weapon. There is a limit to how much you can vary uh, between a dude with a sword and a dude with a sword and shield, and a dude with a crossbow. Yeah. Whereas if you open up the possibility of werewolf showing up or when we're going to, to Muspelheim, like a fire giant shows up, then yeah, your first reaction crazy, is going yeah. to... A, yeah. yeah. And you have no idea what to expect. And that, I think, is, is fun when you dive into something new and you are completely caught off guard by something like that. So I'm really hoping that um, they're not going to be held back by, by their previous statements of the game needs to be grounded. Because I I think that for like the main game and the main story, it makes sense. But for the mythical worlds, just go, just go all out. We're already in the realm of fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why not a fire giant? They
0: totally will. I mean, we we saw like for the mythical worlds. We we even like went to a new area like with the druids. It's like almost seamless where there you you're just like inhaling some sort of drug and then you see werewolves. So I totally mm-hmm. think they will go crazy. We have even rumors that there's gonna be a dragon, maybe already in Siege of Paris. So um, they will uh, find ways, and I, I I'm I'm all for that as well because we're. Uh, And that's why also going back to the Assassin's Challenges. Assassin's Creed can still be that. But it would also be weird to make a game in the Viking era. With this rich Norse mythology. And not touch on that in any exciting way. And the game is just... It evolved past being an Assassin. Which I know a lot of people find sad. And I personally would love it if they give both type of players what they want that we get like an Creed 1 remaster uh, in off years or something like that um, but for these like RPG focused games it makes sense and it would be stupid to not uh, to not chase the more exciting enemies what I'm I, I am of two minds here because obviously I I think it's awesome that they're gonna support this game and I think and I'm not not sure if you saw it Dennis this week but actually after e3 as well, I think overall the the curiosity and the excitement for Valhalla kind of went up. Because you know, hey, I spend time now. And a year from now, my character, everything I collected, it will still be there. Uh, uh, Everything I do now, all the opal I collect, everything I get at Reda, I will still be able to use it one year from now. One question I see, will there be a new season pass? 100%. Like, don't expect, if they say expansions, I... Also want, um, I also want them to make sto- like high quality, a lot of production value expansions, and I will gladly play pay pay for that. Maybe they're gonna di- going a different route because we did have a question. I think that's more for for a different podcast because we're already kind of going long. But um, like, do the expansions still make sense? Not all of people are finishing them, so that's that's an interesting take as well. Maybe they go for a different approach. Uh, we we don't know, but. I personally would have preferred a, a new game where some of the core issues, because th- they will keep haunting us. That every time we will find a normal set and we will be trying it out, and we will always be like, "I hope this one actually does impact the yeah. game player." And that will not change. And you say they're gonna fix issues, and we see that with the rune changes for the update right now. It's way better now. Like, I can sword now. I can see which rune is on which item. Amazing. But still, if I put runes on my gear, uh, it, it's just there. And it, it, maybe, like, some placebo. I, I think my weapon is a bit faster. And sure, it kind of is. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. And um, that that's why I, I would have loved to see support like this for Origins, maybe. Or for, for an Odyssey. Where yeah. Stuff for like sure. that was just way better thought out, and I, 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 today I, I once again realized how crappy the transmark system is. Why I, I want to reset the look of an of an item because, um, uh, for one of the for the new uh, Master challenge items, I wanted to see which model this item was based on, and it was one of the axes, and I, I. Already put another look of the X over that yeah. weapon, <laughs> and I I I I I was like in a spot where I was like showcasing all these weapons. Now I have to go back to Gunner, reset that freaking uh, look, then go back to my. I'm like, there are so many choices that I just don't agree with, and that will be following us for another year. And I'm ready to move on. Uh, I'm ready to kind of go past the, these these these. These issues that this game have, because I'm really at a point, and I love the master challenges. I think that's the best part of Valhalla right now, and it really shows that this game can be really good. But it's kind of sad that we only see it in the master challenges, uh, in my opinion, in terms of like combat and stuff. And yeah, th- that's where I'm like, okay, uh, my, for me, Valhalla is now number three of the of all the three games. So. Yeah, if I could choose the post-launch plan for another title, I would have picked another title over Valhalla. Uh, but I hope that they can fix it. And I also just am not... I, I really think that the that they're still trying to figure out the post-launch. We're seven months after launch. And I still have no... I, I don't have a... I have a no clue. I don't believe that they know... Like, I, I think it's going to build up, right? Okay, now we have master Challenges and we have River Raids. So, in the next update, we might get new River Raid locations and new game modes later on and new master Challenge things. So, I think every update will get more content because they just keep adding on to the things we already have. So, I hope it's going to be like a really slow start and build up later on. But, I, I just... I just Miss the monthly articles from Odyssey. I miss every week there's something new. How how can you say that something is way bigger than the previous title when we're not seeing it? And that's why I think people are kind of s- let down by the Mastery Challenges if it's not for you, because that means that you've waited February, bec- uh, what were the river rates? You waited four months for an update that is just not for you. And you know the next update is gonna be a while. So you're like, okay, with Odyssey, okay, the mythical creatures maybe were not for you, but you have a Lost Tales of Greece mission, you have this item there, you have something there. There was like way more going on. So I still think they have a lot of work to do to to gain the yeah, to gain the trust. And yeah. um to 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 because right now I feel they're doing this second year. Because there is no other game in the near future, instead of, hey, there's really uh, th- this game really needs a second year. That that's where I'm 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 kind of at, and I totally think they're gonna be there's gonna be a new Assassin's Creed game next year, which is just not a full price game. I think they're they're gonna do a free to play game, uh, and then the year after that we get the the real big game, uh, and I will gladly play for and I'll, I I still love it, but I do think that. Um, yeah, that, that the the core issues will just stay there. They will not go away. And that that really hurts if they, if they say, hey, we have another full year. I'm like, okay, but uh, uh, give me give me a new Odyssey DLC. Honestly, if they yeah. were like, uh, Odyssey is getting a standalone deal. I still think they're go- there's going to be something for Odyssey or something by that team for SS Creed, but... Uh,
1: I'd, I'd love I'd love to see that. I, I kind of want to... because I completely agree with you and that was a fantastic monologue uh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Um, and and I kind of want to weigh in on this because because I'm kind of of the same mind where I'm like this game, at this moment clearly has some structural issues i think the first podcast i guess that on we talked about this well like maybe valhalla needs some sort of project health update like yeah, yeah, in yeah. the main problem to me right now and this is kind of going to be it's going to be a little bit of guesswork because i'm not a developer i don't know what the developers are doing um, and i don't know what their thought process is but to me it seems like they are building the game as if it were the same as Origins and Odyssey when it comes to DLC, because if you just add more content with more rewards for those games, people would be happy, but there is a very specific reason for that. Because in Origins and Odyssey, there are these RPG mechanics in place that allow you to become really powerful. And even though some people are like, well, it's kind of a monotonous thing. You're just pushing a number up and up and it makes you stronger, sure. But effectively, the only thing you're doing is raising numbers. But some people find that fun. I mean, I find that fun. I like looter shooters. Looter shooters are literally all about that. Um, And Valhalla doesn't have that. And they have their reasons for that. Like Jose explained in the post-launch interview as well, in this game, they don't want you to be super overpowered. Um, for some people who played the Hordefield arc, like that one point where you are super overpowered, they don't want the game to play like that. Although some people might find it fun, that's not what their design is. But they keep adding rewards that are like, here, now you have a new perk. Whereas by this time we figured out the perks don't really do anything. Except for like the really unique ones, but most of them are either on mythical items, which there aren't that many of, or uh, helix items. Yeah. So the carrot on a stick works if there's a carrot. But now it's just a stick because they took the carrot out. And they keep pushing like new loot as a reward in uh, incentives. Like play the Riverways to get a new armor set. Okay, cool. What are we going to use it for? And like you said, the perks aren't really doing anything. And for transmog, sure, some pieces are nice. But transmog isn't really in a good place right now either. So it seems like everything they're putting in the game right now seems a perfect fit for a game like Origins, for a game like Odyssey, because there you can get the satisfaction of testing your current build against new content, and maybe improving your current build because there is new gear. And Valhalla currently has none of those systems, or at least not in a state where it's satisfactory to spend time in them, because we, like I said, we figured out that even though on paper an increase of like, oh, 30 points added to this sounds great, the actual effect in game is like six points of extra damage on a melee hit or something like that. It is very negligible. And for that reason, I think like the mastery challenges are a good step in the right direction because those aren't, there is an extra factor of satisfaction. Sure, they also come with loot. And sure, it's being loaded as, oh, play the mastery challenges to get new loot. But there is also an added layer of satisfaction from mastering the mastery challenges and getting a gold medal. And sure, you don't get any reward for that and some people are disappointed by it. But I think that you and I can both agree like there is a sense of fulfillment in just mastering that content and I think that Valhalla needs more of that. It needs more gameplay that is instantly satisfactory because of what you're doing and not because of what you're working towards because if you're playing a game based on something what you're working towards with the current systems, there isn't really anything to work around, because like you mentioned already on stream, you can literally play the game with the first equipment you find, don't upgrade it ever again on the highest difficulty, and if you're at least somewhat decent at the combat system, you're not going to run into any trouble. So that isn't really an option. So if they add more things like uh, the Master Challenges, and hopefully like the Black Box missions that are just... Fun to play immediately. Yeah. And as soon as you're finished with them. You're like oh yeah that was fun. I don't mind it. I don't mind if they keep adding uh content like that. To this game for another mm. year. But uh, we'll have to see whether or not that will happen. I,
0: I, I think uh, that that's why I like the Mastery Challenges. Because yeah. Like we, we, we stress multiple times. You are forced to use uh, a certain amount of um, items. And do it with that. And that actually makes it challenging. But the problem still remains is that. And that—that's why I—I I see some issues with people uh, that people are having with the Master Challenge as well. Okay, so I spent so like a lot of time getting this build and this weapon, and now I have like a challenge, and I cannot even use my gear. I'm going to do these river raids for a new armor set, and I there's no yeah like you said there's nothing to use the armor on, and then yeah the next feature comes out where you cannot even use the gear, so. They really have yep. to kind of get that together, and uh, maybe the boss replay, mythical boss replay, will be that. Um, we will I see. I hope so. I uh,
1: really, really want the boss rush feature
0: in this game. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be cool. Like even like do the main main story boss, because there are really some cool bosses uh, here. And yeah. There. Um. Yeah. So I am really curious where it goes from here. I really hope that, and we've been saying this for a while, that they just get up to speed and that. We just know what's. It it's just still feels kind of like here an update, no, no update for for a month and a half. Oh, here you have this. Here, if you're really like a professional about making a post-launch game, then you have to do better than this. And yeah, um, yeah, I hope that uh, they improve that. But uh, yeah, personally, again, I love the monster challenges, but. Yeah, I, I get why people are kinda sad if if this is like if, if it's not for you and you waited for this for, for such a long time. Yeah, moment. yeah.
1: You have to basically wait at least another five weeks if they're sticking to the schedule for more content and as of right now you don't even know if that's gonna be for you either. So yeah, that's not it's a good idea. It's likely gonna to be, be a in.
0: festival which
1: yeah. Uh. Yeah. But maybe a festival that'll bring one handed swords. That'd be <laughs> cool. <laughs> That i is. honestly think that would be a very smart thing for them to do add a 100 sword as a reward for the festival yeah yeah. i don't think it's going to happen but that easy. would be a smart
0: move yeah and we at least got skates blade, so i'm happy yeah. about that i mean that, that's i mean maybe the the rewards from the uh the challenge the most challenges themselves are like uh different versions of weapons that are already in game skates blade is at least new so you got till tuesday for that thanks everyone for listening and watching live i hope you enjoyed the return of the ss cast we will be back. I don't know next week. I think in two uh, I think we have to like maybe do it every other week, so we have like enough to talk about. Because again, and like that's their structure. But yeah, th- there, there's just th- it's got to be a big update now. And I think four four weeks later, we will likely have another big update. But sometimes there's like news. We we will keep you posted. Just join join the Discord. There you will be re- like really up to date on what we do. You can of course also follow me on Twitter at JoeAptor. And Dennis, where can people find you? At
1: uh, Dennis Colson on Twitter, and I stream on the Twitch channel as well. Um, tomorrow, actually, and most Fridays. So if you're curious about that, come check it out and check the Twitch schedule to see your original uh, times. Yes. Regional times, all oh, regional times. <laughs> Who the hell is Reginald anyway?
0: <laughs> yes, twitch.tv-raptor, and then schedule, you'll see it. Or again, in the Discord, we keep you posted as well. That's joeraptorcom discord Um, yeah leave a review would really help us out if you enjoy the podcast if you uh, want us to uh, make more of these episodes and all that good stuff I want to thank Dennis in the chat here for of course the generous uh, subs Um, and I think that's that we're going back to making another cool video Joyce is actually working on that right now so we will be going Uh, yeah continuing with that we got some fun uh, content for you and uh including mastery challenge tips i know a lot of people want them so keep it locked for that thanks all for watching thanks to the mods of course for being there too and uh yeah hope to see you next time goodbye goodbye